Hi, welcome to Umata with Adeshibomi Jayola. This is a platform where we share perceptions about different life topics from spirituality to leadership and other inspirational and motivational topics. Your speaker, Adeshibomi Jayola, is an inspirational speaker, food entrepreneur, and a photographer. Sit back, enjoy, and always remember, you matter. So, hi guys. Um, welcome to Umata series with Adeshibomi once again. I'm glad you guys are here. And I'm so glad that you guys can tune in again. If you've not listened to my previous podcast, which happened to be my first, you can check the library and you're going to see it. the title of that one was The Wise Step. So today, um, I'm coming up with another topic which is very, very um, important in our society today. And not only in our society, but in our entire lives. Anyway. And it's going to be a special one today. So I have a beautiful guest with me her name is chinwe and she's a life coach as well she's a blogger she likes to read you know she's a beautiful naturalist and all that and um she's someone that's fun to be with so i think she's the perfect person to be on this episode today with me so ladies and gentlemen let's welcome chinwe chinwe how are you doing hi everyone i'm i'm fine my name is chinwe Musu and yeah, today I am joining Jade in recording a podcast for you guys. And the topic of today's... Uh, I don't know, should I introduce the topic? Yeah, okay. you can introduce the topic. So the topic um, for today's podcast is failure being a tool to success. And we're going to be talking about it based on our personal experiences because, um, yeah, I know that... Me personally, I, I have encountered um, failure. I don't know. I feel like most people define failure differently. But according to the way I define failure, um, I have gone through um, a couple of moments where I, I, I tag those moments as moments of failure. And before now, I used to think that it's like it, it's a very terrible thing to fail and you know sometimes you just want to do certain things and then it doesn't work work out for you in the first instance it doesn't work out for you in the second time and then you feel like your world is over you want to go and cry i mean it's okay to cry right yeah it's okay then, to cry. yeah i mean you're closet, you're crying and then apart from you think about going being depressed and then the next thing you think about you know suicide i don't know i think that, that that's the stage these are mm-hmm. like the probable stages to committing suicide like if Especially you go and depression the, as well yeah when you check the statistics you know that you ask people if you can actually um have a conversation with someone who has attempted suicide before and then the person will tell you that oh i i felt i was a failure at this part of my, at this um at this point in my life i thought i was a failure because i didn't do something and then the person tells you what actually went wrong and you're like did you think the world you know has come to an end because you did were not able to do this particular thing so it's really crazy and i think it's a topic for us to address oh yeah 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 it's something that we should talk about because um a lot of people actually need to hear these things um especially from young people like us too you know so um so yeah do i do i start or oh yeah um, i think i think i'll just uh what will happen i mean it's a good topic anyways and um, the reason why I, I, I chose the topic for this episode is because 
when we were growing up, I mm-hmm. let me don't let me say I think. Mm-hmm. Let's say we were programmed in the sense that we were not meant to fail. Yeah. You know, it was yeah. a taboo in exactly. some homes that children must not carry last. I mean, so there was there was this image of oh, if you carry last, you are a dumb child, or mm. you don't have no ambition. You 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 are somebody yeah. that might just end yeah. up, you know, selling puff puff on the street or being a driver <laughs> or something like that. So yeah. I mean, I, I mean, this this were things that we grew up with, and to fail back in the days was it was scary it was risky and at the end of the day when people fail because of the kind of orientation that we had it now boiled down to the fact that the child the 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 child now becomes lower than his thinking and his expectation which is very mm-hmm. very nasty i think the the case is different now because mm-hmm. the the parenting was i won't say it was wrong but the parenting was kind of not right in that aspect you know, mm-hmm. we had parents who taught their children that you must do it, you must get it, you must get it, you must get it. But the real process that we see in today is that we we should actually fail to learn, right? Yeah, yeah. So and it's it's it became a personal it, personally for me that was a thing for me because at one point when I was growing up, I mean, my mom was a teacher, and it was expected of her. Normally in the school environment, that oh, the son of the teacher must be able to have a good grade, and mine was mm. different. So wow. at that point, it was very crazy. So, um, and I mean, it was very bad. But we never was, we never, they never taught us that this thing was actually a tool and it's meant to help us and we're meant to, you know, grow as it as as it happens. So that, that yeah. happens to be my own personal story because I've seen a couple of children today. And I've tried counseling young teens and I asked them, why are you doing this? Why do you think you're doing it? Oh, oh, because my mom does not this, my mom does not that. School is not for me. And I'm like, why is school not for you? Because there had been a programming from the parenting aspect that, hello, if you don't know something, you don't know it, you are dumb. And you, you cannot have an expectancy. But that, that, I mean, that's, that thing actually hurts me because I've seen four girls who had the skill of tying gilly one of them had the skill of doing makeup i actually don't eat chinchin so i met a girl who knew how to do chin i tasted her chinchin and i kid you not this thing was amazing Mm -hmm. and when i'm not looking at the academics of her life she's like an average student yeah it's not even an average she's like you know average and the excuse is book is not for me and i'm like and you know that book is not for me thing eh? You can't even tell it to the face of an African mother or an African parent or in Nigeria because mm-hmm. like, why is book not for you? Why do you? Yeah. Think? I feel like your the, the our mindsets are beginning to change. Like okay, people exactly. are becoming more aware mm-hmm. of these things. You know, yeah. we now know much, much more better than we had known when we were kids. Yeah, when we exactly. Were growing up and all of that. So I feel like the world is changing now. People are knowing more things and mm-hmm. it's it's even making more positive impact on course, us as young people than you know than before. Because now you know that me personally, like I'm not gonna lie, I, I tell anyone I have the opportunity to tell it to, I tell it to them. I'm also not like a book 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 person. Like right now I just want to graduate. I'm in my finals and I cannot just wait to graduate because I have a whole <laughs> lot of things, a mm-hmm. whole lot of things that 
are not that they, they didn't even teach me in school that like they don't even teach me in school that i want exactly. to learn that i want to improve do you mm-hmm. understand and i feel yeah. like again is our educational systems um the nigerian educational system is part of the reason why this thing is becoming more difficult for young people to um accept every day because most of the things that young people are more interested in are not being taught in schools so even mm-hmm. if they are being taught in schools or even if they are going to be taught in schools it's going to be about oh, there's an obligation that you must do this, or you must write a report, or you must submit an assignment, or there's a longer as how many pages. And that's what even makes me angry about Nigerian mm-hmm. educational systems. Like, yeah. you know, people, not everyone is, not everyone likes that, um, that's, that, that's, um, you know, that's, lifestyle of yeah. oh there's a deadline to submit an assignment or oh, i have mm-hmm. an exam you know no everybody's about that like that's the truth and yeah. you can't force every any everybody to to conform to that lifestyle or people just want exactly. to get it done people with just want to get it done yeah get it done with and then they have other things that set their soul on fire like they have other things like you are a photographer right yeah I'm a photographer. and then imagine how passionate you are about photography and I, as a blogger, imagine how passionate I am about blogging, about adding value, you know, to a particular group of people. These are things that are not taught in schools. Mm-hmm. And we cannot just wait to graduate so we can face that then part of squarely. life. Yes. Exactly. And then imagine you're explaining this thing to your African mother or your African parent and the mom, this is what I want. You know, most parents, million, you know, um, most parents will understand, but not every parent. Like, I have friends who they have um this kind of i don't i feel like we're drifting from yeah but we're still saying the same thing right like mm-hmm. they have this kind of orientation and then they don't have they don't know how to tell their parents because they're like oh my dad wants to be me wants me to be a doctor my dad wants me to be a lawyer how am i going to tell it to them that I, this is not actually what i want to do i'm going to die they're going to kill me you know so they're like in some kind of bondage for me that's what i call it you know that mm-hmm. imagine them not coming out tops as yeah. a lawyer or as a doctor and then yeah. their parents now see them as some kind of failure or a mm-hmm. good for nothing you know not being able to actually figure out what your child is actually good at you know mm-hmm. i think we're in 2019 why why in the 21st century in 2019 for that matter and then i feel like parents should be able to ask their questions. children yes ask questions know what they actually want to do Right yeah. now, if, I, if if my child says he wants to be a footballer, guy, play your football, make but, money. Yeah, but you know, at one sport. at one point in our lives, if yeah. I told my mom, Asad, let's say 1992, that I wanted to yeah. be a footballer, she would say footballers are for area boys. Yeah. Because that's that, what they boiled it down to. Mm-hmm. Because they did not see the value in playing football to be transmuted into success. That is why I told my mom something and she actually got thinking for like a week. I told her, mom, you didn't teach me um, value. You taught me survival. And in the space of teaching a child survival, it means that I must not fail. I must just scale through, scale yeah. through, scale through. Yeah. And for somebody to have, if you taught me value, you would tell me that failing is good. It just helps me to get back on my feet and be twice yeah. as strong. Yeah. And that is one thing that children are not doing nowadays to become successful because personally for me academically i was not really good in school like nah i was not, I was not really good i actually felt bad and i was thinking 
hey, should we go to be a boy right now? Or is he going to do into this or something? You understand? But at the same time, this failure thing dragged me to my passion. It allowed me to tap into the nectar of yeah. who I was. And I started knowing that, oh, yeah. I like cameras. I like movies. I like yeah. looking at pictures. I like taking pictures. And I'm like, okay, let me focus on photography. And I mean, I'm enjoying that journey today. Literally. I used yeah. to have this issue of low self-esteem until um, I had this program and it was my first time in front of the program and everybody was in awe and he said, oh, wow, you can actually do this. Try to talk to people, be an inspirational speaker. I, I mean, which is a wonderful thing. I mean, this thing... That was how you started the podcast. Exactly. That's how I started the podcast. So we need to, we need to start... With, I won't say that our parents should start teaching us because... We have gotten to this space and the gap where we now understand what it is. So we now need to transfer it to the next generation. And the next yeah, generation... I think it's, it's not even bad mm-hmm. if we educate our parents on this thing. Oh, yeah. The thing about it is it's going to be difficult for me because this education has to depend on the tribe and culture now. Now, as mm-hmm. Yoruba parents, I think there's this thing about we Yoruba people that, oh, you can try to explain to your parents some things. They will now be like, mm-hmm. ah, no, 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 no. When did they give birth to you? I'm your mother. That you're not exactly. So there's this tribal thing. I don't know about how it is in the Igbo culture, the Hausa culture. Yeah, it's, it's especially about the same thing. Yeah, exactly. So it's going to take a while, especially for our parents. But the best mm-hmm. we can do is we can start with ourselves, start with the younger people, our younger siblings, and with our children because they are the only ones that can get this thing right. It is busy. It would be nice. I told myself something that when I have my kids, I'm going to use the first, um, the first. Let me say the first four years after he turns three, to know this child, and to ensure that I can tap into where he has failed to make him a much better person. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. If I can imagine, if my mom or her parents figure out that, oh, okay, she might not be academic, but he has this thing for photography i might as well just go to school and study maybe mass comp or photography as it may be i don't know why we are not even studying photography in nigeria because people study photography when i was in the uk i mean people were bsc photography msc photography and i'm like it's just a bloody camera but no it's deeper than that so imagine i've done that who knows might not be where i am today but we can't blame our parents for what they did because i mean it's a transgenerational thing it's something that's passed down yeah so, yeah. which is a good thing, and I mean, it's 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 something we should start doing. I don't, I mean, I don't know about you, or if, do you have any um, personal stories or anything that that you feel that yeah, you could just yeah, share with I people? do, I, I do. Like like I said, I am not the book. I think I think we're like in the same boat in that aspect because mm-hmm. um, I am I'm someone who I'm not about the white collar job. I'm about building myself, building exactly. my crafts. Yeah. Um, I'm, tr- I'm, I'm. I also love to make clothes. I make clothes. Oh wow! Even though it's not like, yeah, I do. It's, even though it's not like um, a business for now, which I'm planning to make it um, a business by the end of the year. Okay. And you know, I I blog also, and I run that one one, which is a community of like-minded people, which I'm also trying to build the structure for. So, these are things that two years ago three years ago four years ago i never had in mind i was gonna do i struggle through um 
being able to from my secondary school i struggled through you know I've, i've just never been that kind of person and my brothers growing up we my brothers used to be even up till now they are still a students and I, was, I thought about it i was like how can my brothers be this great with books you know like mm-hmm. if you actually keep a, a a school book and a motivational book like i'll pick a motivational book and read it three times over over exactly. any school book mm-hmm. like you know that's how much i wasn't so interested in it so now i was like how will i be the only one in my family who doesn't really conform to this life like i'm going to be a disgrace and all of that and mm-hmm. all of that and fortunately my mom was the understanding type so she was just like okay fine cool i understand like you you have your path right so just mm-hmm. graduate and whatever you want to do i'm going to support you full time mm-hmm. full time you get yeah. but i'm very i'm very very and that's one thing that i feel everyone should have a good support system now when you're going through this phase that you feel that you have failed in life because you probably they don't have good grades Mm -hmm. and you feel that your life is has ended or you feel like you can't do any other thing because you feel oh some people feel that the same brain they're using to write exams is actually the same brain they will use to do any other thing so they feel like if they don't succeed in school why would they succeed in something else and forgetting that the two things are not wired the same way so yeah there are two ways you're going to you know apply knowledge to two different things so it's the thing of the mind it's the thing of i think it, the mindset has to change exactly. in that direction. Yeah. It, once your mindset has changed, once you know that you can do better in what you love to do. And there's something about passion. If your mind is not in what you're doing, if you don't love what you're doing so much, then is you're going to be very uninterested in it. Mm. So one thing is having, is having a good support system. Yeah. Um, people who will not make you feel like a failure. Mm. You know, when... Yeah what you feel like you're doing is crashing even most times we do what we love and still it crashes and then or is about is is on the verge of crashing most most of us young people are entrepreneurs we're building businesses for ourselves we're trying to make investments and then we find out that things are not going the way we plan and we we feel like oh oh my life is failing my business is failing um what you know all those kind of thoughts just keep coming to your head and then you feel like the only thing you have to do is just to quit mm-hmm. i want to tell you that failure is a tool to success look at all the great people of the world today from bill gates to steve jobs to mark zuckerberg they definitely failed one one time or you're not going to hear that part of their story even if they tell you that part of their story is to inspire you yeah. but you're always going to hear about the good things that happen to their brands the good things that happen to their businesses how much they have right now what they are worth their net worth and all these kind of things but these people actually went through failure mm. they had failed at some point yeah. like and then one thing is failing another thing is picking yourself back up exactly now failure is just an event it's not you it's 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 a situation like it's an event that just happens and then you determine um if you're going to still make success out of that failure you are you are the one so if you fall and then you leave yourself on the floor and not pick yourself back up and move on then that is why when you actually say you're a failure but i i I want you to know that there is you are not a failure the failure is just a situation 
right mm-hmm. so there's success ahead of you so if you can look beyond what is happening now and then see it as a stepping stone then beyond the sky is the limit yeah. yeah because your mentality has totally changed so the more your mentality changes in this situation then the higher you will go in life because you believe that no form of failure is going to stop you at mm. all. Mm. So, mm. I feel like it's just the thing of mind. And I definitely, I didn't allow school um get a hold of me or make me cry or make me... Yeah, I cried at some point. Yeah, there was a time. <laughs> there were times when I went to my closet I'm like, I don't want you. I don't want anybody. Or I just want to, you know. So, mm-hmm. it's just me and mm-hmm. my God that knows what goes and knows the kind of things that go on, you know, when I'm alone and all of that. But then I choose to come out and I smile and exactly. I pick myself back up and I move on. Exactly. And trust me, these three things I'm trying to build are doing great. Mm-hmm. Like, they are going to be hurdles, but then I keep pushing because I know I have to do this. Yeah. So let's see failure like it's all. Mm-hmm. to take us to where we are supposed to be, to take us to our success. Mm-hmm. So let's not see it as something that is supposed to make us depressed, you know, and all. I feel like depression is like a trend right now. I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. That. I mean, the, I like, I, I, the, there are reports like, by 2020 that depression is going to be the most deadliest um, illness. Very uh, I really, I don't know. I I don't know, but I, I, I really, really feel feel bad. And I, I wouldn't say I know how these people feel because I obviously don't because I'm not in the same situation as them. But I, I just want to make anybody, um, tell anyone out there who is thinking of going into depression or who is already in depression because I've had friends who have been depressed. Like, I totally stopped hearing from them, like, no one if you ask about this person you're like i don't know where he is but he's actually mm-hmm. there like so he cut off from well. every single person no calls no messages there's someone who has been active on social media no one saw him you know he was mm-hmm. just so when he now came out and he was telling me like a couple of friends you know and they were telling me about what well, this is what happened to me and in your mind it's something you you can handle but everyone is not the same yeah. everyone will handle it the same way yeah. so i just want to tell anyone out there who is looking at going or who feels they'll, they'll probably go into depression at some point or they're already depressed that you have to put yourself together and get back up i mean yeah. i feel like depression only slows people down i know like i said i'm not gonna say i know how you feel when i don't because mm-hmm. You have a different way of handling it and not everyone is that strong right exactly. but i just hope this podcast or this few words we have to say touches someone out there to um not see depression as a solution you know yeah, for yeah, yeah. anything that you're going through right now is only going to mm-hmm. make you more sober and more terrible like you know you're going to feel terrible about yourself now mm-hmm. I am a very, very, very like I love God so much, and Aww, yeah, I do love Lord. God so much. And anyone who um, I'm going to advise in this kind of situation, I'm always going to tell you to turn to God. It sounds cliche; it might sound cliche, but it's what it works for me. So whatever works for me is, is what I'm going to encourage anyone out there to try. Just okay. try God, you know. Um, try talking to Him about it. You, 
um, take your mind off it by talking to him, pour out your heart to him, yeah. read the word, mm-hmm. and it's gonna work. Trust me, it's definitely gonna work. Whoever it is that you stop talking to, try talking to them. Try doing what you love. Mm-hmm. Occupy your mind with what you love. Do it, and the more you do what you love, the more you feel you see that your mind is gonna be occupied, and exactly. you never have time to start thinking about things that um will make you sad or whatever because your mind is already open. you're too busy for that mm-hmm. you know imagine you spending time in your closet being depressed and staying away from people meanwhile you have work to do yeah. you have you have um you have success waiting for you somewhere you have money to make you have people to meet you have flights to catch mm-hmm. you have a lot of amazing things waiting for you there so just just you know just snap out of it you know yeah. so it's not really like it's not really yeah. i mean i mean but, i mean i'm, I'm happy i'm happy we we're talking about this and yeah. you know it's it's a great topic and, and i wish we can just be here and just talk about this all day but you know we just you know we want to give people the avenue to probably talk to us personally so yeah. guys um i mean it's been great talking with you chinway i mean and the funniest thing, guys, is this. We've never met each other before. <laughs> never. We've never <laughs> met each other before. And, you know, the power of media is what is happening right now. And, you know, yeah. she's somewhere far and I'm somewhere far away as well, on the side of the world. And we're actually recording this. And I'm really happy on this show. Thank you so very much, Chinwei. Yeah, you're I welcome. I really, really do appreciate it. Guys, if you want to follow Chinwei on Instagram, my Instagram handle is Chinwei. Her name is Chinwei Umosu on instagram if you search for chingwei Umosu on instagram you would find her the lady with the big afro hair or you can just do the <laughs> underscore chingwei dot underscore that's her um yeah, ID. yeah exactly yeah so, for twitter you can follow me on twitter and i think the three basic platforms um regular on is instagram twitter and linkedin exactly. so you can connect with me on linkedin twitter mm-hmm. just just send a message let's talk let's interact exactly you know? exactly and exactly yeah thank you so much daddy for having me oh, I, no problems i never thought that um two people who have never met themselves before can actually talk about something I, exactly and, right you know exactly. be cool about this so. oh yeah definitely yeah. so it i mean it's wonderful to see you on the show guys this is Chinwei. This is the woman of the hour. Buzz her up. She has a, uh, a blog. You can go to www.chinwei's. That is C-H-I-N-W-E-S blog.com. You can check out her post there. And, you know, free feel to email her. I'm very, very sure she's going to email you back. So, Chinwei, once again, thank you very much for joining us on the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So, guys, thank you very much for listening to this episode. We hope and I know. Don't let me use the word I know. Let me let you use I hope. I know <laughs> I'm going to put out another video, another podcast yeah, this week again. Yeah, yeah, so you definitely have to hear me. And Chingwe also would most likely be starting her podcast after today, which I know, I'm sure <laughs> she will do. Okay, but okay. till then, let's hope she starts her own podcast anyway because she likes writing, but Let's hope she starts a podcast. So, guys, um, I've actually been working on something for YouTube, guys. So, I will drop the wow. link for you guys. So, you guys are going to see my face physically. And, you know, we can actually interact more. So, guys, if you want to keep listening to Yumata series, subscribe. And I promise to always upload a podcast every week. 
until I see you again, always remember that you matter. Thank you very much. See you next time. Yeah. Bye, Bye. guys. Bye. Hey there, thank you for listening to today's episode of Your Matter series with Adeshigomi Jayala. I hope you enjoyed every bit of it. Please do share this episode with someone out there and make sure you subscribe to get more episodes of You Matter series with Adeshigomi. And always remember, till I see you next time, you matter.